strong kavana. Memale kol amen sovev kol amen. Mi baladecha enchel metzius klal. Should be such a gilui shchina right now. His gal is really a revelation of light. Unprecedented light, 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 light. Thank you.
Okay, let's buckle up. Round round two of it passes around round two of of Am Yisrael reclaiming its dignity. It's begun this morning. My precious soldiers should have the koach oz tvuna and protection. Bezrat Hashem. To when we say finish the job, finishing the job doesn't just mean uh, whatever the officials have told you know the army to do. Finishing finishing the job is is, is much more bigger. Uh, we have to we have to finish the job. It's us. We have to finish the job. I want to say that there's so many precious yidden in this community. I don't think. I hope he's not here because I'm gonna embarrass him a little bit. I don't think he's here. But uh, one of the most beautiful souls that has graced our community in the last few years it was Rabbi Mark Fishman. I don't know how many of you know him. This is a really, really shining, bright neshama. And uh, he has a podcast that he, he does for his show back in uh, Montreal. Fifteen-minute segments he does. We've been trying to find time to do it together. It finally worked out yesterday, right before the shear we had upstairs. Um, and he, uh, he, he asked such, such good questions, such like Chazak questions to the point of, uh, of you know, speaking, speaking from inside about what it, what it feels like to be alive right now. Like questions you look forward to, not the same ones, you know, it's so funny, like Reb Shlomo would always, in, in interviews, whenever they'd ask him about his background, he's like, I'm, I'm waiting for someone to ask me about my foreground, not, not my background. <laughs> the same thing, I was here, I grew up here, I did this, I learned by him. But then there's people that ask you about, about the future, which is so much more interesting than about the past. So he said at the end, and he was, and I realized, like, like, it's, like, it's like a game show, like every question gets, <laughs> even next round, it's like next round, next round of depth, every question was getting deeper and deeper. I was like, oh my God, this is like, how much could you pack in in 15 minutes? But he did, he did. And um, he at, and then he, uh, he asked me, if you could say one message right now to the Jews of Galut, what would it be? One message. And he said in a few sentences, like, oh, you're killing me. In a few sentences. So, you know, I don't remember exactly what I said, but when I thought about what we're going to be learning right now, when I've been thinking about what we've been learning here for all these years, Especially with the women's cheering, you know, as well. It's like I said, like this, you know, the the pavement has been paved for seventy-five years. There's a pavement, and this I didn't say. I said I feel like the nace is is that the ink that 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 shows you like the marks on the road of where to go. It's still wet, and which means that you can still like when you you know we say that sometimes in Elul. Or in the first week of Tishrei, 
it's the week of uh, wet pavement. That meaning there's a new year, and the pavements, and then like when you move into a house, everyone should be able to move into the, wherever they need to move into, find a place, Hashem, Nisim, please. You could, you know, you carve in the name of your family or your kids' names into the pavement of the sidewalk, you know, and it's there forever, or in a certain place in the house, right? So it's like, for 75 years, there's been like, like paving the road, the pavements and everything. But somehow, it's, the miracle is, is that now is the time to decide what we want to be charut, to be engraved in the sidewalk or whatever you want to call it. And the things that are going to last, the Torah that's going to last now, is the Torah of Mashiach, is the Torah of Geula, is the Torah of Chassidus, is the Torah of Pnimi Yisanefesh, is the Torah that makes you not just think a lot, it's the Torah that's going to make you feel a lot and think a lot simultaneously. It's the Torah that you learn, that you see, you have an opportunity to fulfill every moment of your life. And I, I, I invited, I said, I said, Lydon, don't, don't just make Aliyah. Like, you don't need that pitch anymore. You, you don't need me or anyone to just tell you to come home. Not only is it not, it's not effective, it's also not even the real, the real reason. It's not really what's going on. Carve a hole in your heart that no. Find that hole that's already carved in your heart, that knows that uh, that it wants more and that it could be fed more and that it could be satiated by a whole new light. And come, come join a revolution. And I, I feel that it's nothing short of a revolution. And you're all brothers in arms of something that we 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 can't take for granted. The privilege of being part of a revolution of how we're living our Jewish lives in Eretz Yisrael doesn't put us higher or lower than anyone. It just is what it is. In Malasot, it is what it is. So you'll see with today's short piece that we have also, these are not Vortlach. Everything, and I'm so happy about this, as, a, as a, uh, we got to got Josh Gancha's house last Friday night for the Tish, so I asked him to say something afterward. After I said something, I said, say something. So he started off by saying, well, we learned in a shir once that you always have to have like a little, like a Rebbe story at the table, no matter what, at any given suda. And he pulls out like the most beautiful story about the Rebbe Rashab, I think it was. It was just so, it wore, I, I cannot explain to you what that made, what kind of koyach that gave me. I can't explain to you in words what kind of koyach it gave me. I, I went home with a smile in my heart, mamash a smile in my heart. So you hear that soon that today is learning also, this is a short piece from Rav Yaakov Meir Shechter speaking about what, it is, what the whole Indian of having a Seuda of Shabbos is all about, but this also brings smiles to your hearts. And I know it's going to bring smiles to your children's hearts. That, that's, that, that I'm sure about. So if you see on Kuf Ayin Vav, what we're going to be starting to speak about today is how the Arizal brings us into the Shabbos meals. Now I know that most of us, the Minag isn't to say these these zmiras. In our house, Baruch Hashem, it is. I didn't grow up with it, but it, it, it is. And that, of course, is the three songs, the only three songs that we have from the Ari. Friday night, Azamar <clears throat> Bishvachin, Shabbos day, Asad El Sudasa, and of course, Shalashur is Bnei Hechala Dichsifin. These are three poems, three songs written by the Ari. I highly, highly, highly recommend. Don't just say it, Learn the words because it's in Aramaic. Obviously, learn the words. They're basically it's it's giving over the whole zar in a song of what each seuda is 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 all about. But it always opens up with saying the following words: 
by us we sing it um Askinu sudasa demeimenu sa shleima sachet vasa demalko kadisha askinu sudasa the Hasidim they all say it askinu sudasa demeimenu sa let me prepare right now let me offer let me do a seuda of emuna seudata demeimenu ta where else during the year do we have the word mehemenu? So sometimes we refer to it? Matzah. Matzah. And also sukkah. Tseila de mehemenusa. Matzah is mechla de mehemenusa. All these things, bread of faith, shade of faith, a seudasa de mehemenusa, a shadow of faith. So on the pshat, that means, okay, we're going to talk about emuna at the Shabbos table. That's always encouraged. Let's hear a rack of mir to get us to give us a better taste of what this means. You see it? You have inside Kufa and Vav, everyone has more or less? Askinus does name Enusa Shleimasa. Yeah. Askinus every single meal? Yeah. Not just one of the meals. Right, right. Night? Shabbos day and Shabbos Shudas. Yeah. I thought you meant Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. That'd be a. Every meal said every single meal. Like, wow. Frumis. Askinu sudasa de menusa shlemasa. Asudas kdusha shel shabbos nikras seudas de menusa. These shabbos meals are called seudot, seudata de menuta. Now, obviously, we've spent a lot of time discussing, you know, what the shabbos table should look like, different things in the shabbos table, realizing that you may turn your kid off of Yiddishkeit for the rest of his life based on the way that you conduct yourself at the shabbos table and. You may also turn on your children for the rest of their life by the way that you conduct yourself at the Shabbos table as well. It's a big, big tikkun. It's a big inyan. Very, very big. What does this really mean, this, this seudad de mehemenusa? Seudah she'anu orchim lichvod ha'emunah akdoshah. Ha'emunah ha'torah. She'yarashnu ma'avotenu akdoshim. She'rak b'zchuta anu am nitzchi. He uses an interesting lashon. It's actually a suda that we are we are making in honor of the emuna that we inherited from our parents. It's not, I have to work hard on believing in Hashem at the Shabbos table. Let me give over dresses of emuna. What does it mean that I'm making a suda in honor of emuna? In honor of inher- of this inheritance, it's a it's a wild thing. What I feel like he's basically saying to us is as follows, and I'm sure this is open for interpretation. I mean, you can take it to wherever you want, obviously, as long as it's in the Gedder of Halacha. But what I think he's saying over here is like this. Many times, we, we're, un, we're just, because of the rote, because of just the way we do things, we don't realize that some of the things we have planted in us, instead of just making sure I'm working on it, working on it, working on it, I also have to acknowledge it and praise it and be thankful for it, honor it. He's saying the Shabbos meals are like these moments of saying, Aniach Shav, I'm, I'm like, the on- and the honorary is, right? And the winner of, you know, and the winner is, or like the person that's being, not, um, you know, at, at dinners when they have the, you know, people that they basically want to raise a lot of money for the shul and they give them honors, right? The honorees are, it's the honorary is, we're honoring right now, the Emunah HaTeorah, Shazachinu, Shirushalano Ma'avotenu. This is what's happening at the Shabbos table. The Shabbos table is the setting for honoring emuna, giving honor to emuna that we inherited. It takes us so much away from the way we usually approach emuna of saying, okay, I got I to gotta 
I, I got to talk about this. I got to talk about this. Whoa, wait a second. <laughs> Come to the table. What are we honoring right now? We're honoring Emunah. We're honoring the faith, the precious the precious and pure faith that we inherited from our Holy Fathers. The only claim we have to bombing the daylights out of Gaza and Bezrat Hashem, all other areas that need to be bombed, Amen. is that we're an Am It's the faith, which is what makes us an Am All those other things that we thought it's in the schut of that, it's in the schut of that, like Rav Asaf quoted last night from Zechariah, it's getting clearer to us. In the schus of the emuna, we are an am nitzchi. Not because like it made sense to me and I like the passion of being IDF and, and Dove loves wearing green, so it's going to remind me of, you know. Is that, is that any colors look good on you, the truth is, right? Yeah. It's bishchut, it's bishchut, the emuna, that I'm an amnitzchi. This is how I come to the Shabbos table, and he's going to elaborate. Ba'alken. Yesh la'arocha seudot lelo atzvut ulelo kas. If the Shabbos table is a ma'ama, and this is a big one. Nishta pashat zah. Not so simple. Saying, if the seud is really... If the meals really are an opportunity to now give honor to that which makes us an kas, with no sadness and no anger. And we all know that one of the most dangerous battlefields we have on these midot is the Shabbos table itself, based on probably 80% of the conversations I know I've had with each of you in this room. That that zone, that battlefield, and usually it very much is dependent on the disappointment we have from either our children or from guests or whatnot. And we go into the zone of atzvus and kas, even though we don't show it, it's there. Oh, man, I wonder, I'm sure at that family's house, the uh, Van Dykes, they're not, you know, you know why I said Van Dykes, right? You don't get the reference. And yeah, you get it, right? Key with the perfect fam. I'm sure they're sitting, you know, sweetly and... and Everyone's just waiting for all the soups around you know, the table. Everyone gets soup, and everyone's waiting for Abba to take the first soup, and then everyone else will take the first. Mamash, yeah. It's always there by their house. That's how they do it, right? Mapiton. This should be a Kabbalah that we make on ourselves right now. Mamash, take a Kabbalah on yourself, no matter what's going to happen. No matter what's going to happen. Like what happened today, Arab Shabbos, huh? to lead into it. Arab Shabbos, oh, whoo, we were, we remember we discussed that like, when we were still in the uh, office. We were discussing how Arab Shabbos is basically already from the first Arab Shabbos that ever took place in the world is a Mu'ad Puranut. It's a time that's, that's basically, why is it so wild? Because it's the time of the pre, where the premortal sin took place. The eating of the Tree of Knowledge took place Arab Shabbos. So since then... Every single Erev Shabbat, Friday afternoon, is nuts because it, it's, it's waiting for a tikkun over there. And that's crazy. And we did, remember, we did like three or four shiurim just on like that period of right before. So now we're already coming Shabbos. We're already here. I'm tired. These guys have so long over here. I don't know. Whatever, whatever the excuse to say, you know. Uh, These guys don't have long enough. Huh? These guys don't have long enough. So we can make a Kabbalah on ourselves, no matter what. 
because about the pleasure of Shabbos, because we know that when someone is in tune with what Shabbos is waiting to give you, it's an endless gift. It's a gift that has no ends. It has no frame. It's a nachla blimitzarim. It's going to a place of bliss where you, where, where nothing, nothing bothers. There's nothing that could stop you. Reb Shlomo said, "How do you know if you're in touch with kedusha or not?" He said, "If you're in touch with holiness, if you really would never want this moment to end, ever. That's a holy moment." A holy moment is that you never want this moment to end, Rib Shlomo would say. That's Kedusha, right? So imagine, uh, imagine having moments like that at our meals where we could really say, without looking at our watches, or when the next dish is coming out or not coming out, this right now, what's happening? Nachla I, I could have this moment last forever. I, I, I could be here forever. I could be here forever. That's, the, that's, 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 I think, what he's, what he's leading us to, what he's, what he's pushing us to try to attempt to achieve. Because this bliss of Shabbos is nachla blimitzarim, it has no end, it has no pain, it has no... Limits. It has no limits, thank you. K'mosh amru chazal, like the Gemara in Shabbos says, kol ha-ma'aneget ha-Shabbat, notnim lo nachla blimitzarim. Whoever me'aneg, that means like you bliss Shabbos actively, right? You bliss out Shabbos, you please the Shabbos, you allow Shabbos to Shabbos you, you give Nachla Blimitzarim. Lachem. So, by the way, I feel like that sometimes when we're davening, I do feel like that sometimes when we're davening, that place of like, this, if this never ended, it would be, it would, this is actually, would be, would be a good, would be givat. That's not such a, I mean, that's a test, Baruch Hashem, that we're, we've, we've been able to somewhat connect to but it really, the real test starts at home, at your Shabbos table with your family. It's not a chokhmah to say, Shabbos was good. Really, what was it like? Oh my God, the davening was just fire. It was amazing. Yeah, and then what happened at home? No, don't ask. It's not. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Therefore, this ta'anug, this pleasure that's waiting for you at the Shabbos table, tzarich <laughs> and different constraints that constrain nefesh adam. like this: If you know already before Shabbos that certain something is going to happen again on Friday night, then you should scream at your kids as loud as you can before Shabbos to make sure it doesn't happen again. Right? I just want to see who's listening. Mapitom. It means that you already mekabel. That, that is not going to be the thing that stirs me. When you connect yourself to the koach of Shabbos, you're not going to believe how much koach you have lead gaber on certain things. That you just say, listen, these things drive me crazy. They drive me nuts. And I'm not speaking about certain guests that you know that always come and that always bring up the conversations that you don't want. That you have an achrayas, you're the balabait. You set the tone. We've spoken about that as well. You set the tone. Without mevayishim, not embarrassing someone, but you're the baal abayit, you're baal ashulchan. Kol ma shomer chabayit aseh chutz mitzeh. The problem is, once you invited them, you can't get rid of them, you can't say tzeh, you can't leave. That's what the Chazal tell us. But you set the tone. So, but, but, and this is something I think everyone can connect to. If you know your kids go through the same mishagas every Friday night, fighting over chairs, fighting over who gets first, fighting over certain dishes, v'chulei, whatever, you could try as much as you can during the week to speak about anything 
that would help the matzav, but b'shas ma'asim. But when it's happening, you have to already before Shabbos say whatever is going to happen tonight. The Van Dykes don't exist in my mind. I'm not going to the comparing room because when I go to the comparing compartment in my mind, that's an invitation for meitzarim for constraints, feeling boxed in, judgment, atzlus and kas, sadness and anger. But these are all, you know, Kabbalah's work. Taking upon our things actually work. So it's an Indian. Making a Kabbalah, yeah. Let's talk about real tachlis. What happens? I don't know this wasn't real tachlis yeah, until yeah, now? I know for me. I, maybe not other people. Kids go to shul. They eat a ton of candy. And I'm guilty of it. I come from Wild, of course, because they eat a ton of candy. Yeah. Then they start fighting. Inevitably, one kid misses Kiddush because he's upstairs and he's being slammed the door or whatever. You make kiddush without the kid. You you know just move on and say sorry you missed kiddush. You wait you know I don't know. Each home, each this is a, this is this is well a yes but b b that's for sure we're on our way we're on our way done with that the whole concept of candy and shoes. You realize it's the most. It's again something that has been picked up on for years that has. If you think about if you if you think about if the effectiveness of it right, does that bring a kid to come and be in shul more? No, it makes a kid to come to get the candy more and then, and then do whatever, right? Banging kids in the head with, with, with uh, the cool thing when I was a kid was that when we were at Bar Mitzvah, who would bring the helmet, right? What, what team the helmet, what team of the helmet would you bring to shul on your Bar Mitzvah Shabbos? You're getting all the other Such things. But regarding your question, each family knows on its own, you know, the, the ability to wait or not wait or whatever it is. But what, even if you're waiting or not waiting, is the point over here. The decisions you make are each family on its own has to know what works best for them and think about it really clearly. But one thing is Shavele Kulam. Atzvus and Kaas have no place at that table. So it's good you're bringing it up, but you understand no one can give you to say, you should wait for seven minutes. After seven minutes, they're still in their room. Then I would say you should do Kiddush. I don't know. Maybe for some families, it's to not wait at all and to go peacefully. Maybe if you start doing Kiddush after the kid slams the door and the kid hears you doing Kiddush, you're about to, it's going gonna, it's gonna to become mamish wild. I don't know, you know. Each family is its own Torah. But the point over here is the Atzvut and the Kas. That's the point that he's, that, he's, that, 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 that he's leading us towards, that he's showing us is really what the whole point is about. Third, second line from the bottom on the right column. On this, on this concept of lichvod the emuna, that we, what's the emuna of Shabbos? Is that right now by not doing any any melachas? I'm actually doing Ratzon Hashem. By right now, letting go of being in control, that's how Hashem decided to create the world. <clears throat> by, by actually refraining from the mindset of having kochi ve'otzem yadi and saying, I'm refraining, that emuna tehora, that precious emuna, that's something that's Yerusha from us, I, 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 I adorn it, I honor it, I, I give it so much covered. How's it? You have to leanek the Shabbat, and I do that through ma'achal, through mishteh, through food and drink, and I also look like a mensch, u'besemcha, and the, my, the whole atmosphere is besemcha. Betzarich lehishtadel shetanuga Shabbat yeh lelochisaron. 
you should have everything you need. Now, this is a little bit tricky, because on the one hand, we learn, based on the Gemara, this of Kluger taught us this, that a person has to go into Shavis with, this, with, the, with the, the soundtrack of Kol Melach Asuya, Klum So don't any email you got to or didn't get to, anything you were supposed to do or didn't do, any, and I know this is going to be like the real hard one for some people, Buckle up, okay? This is this is Mehmed, this is gonna be hard, okay? All the blot of Dafyomi that you missed and you set to catch up on Shavis. Right? And you go into Shavis and you're thinking, Okay, I got you know, Shirat David they dive in long, so I have like I could do three blot shafras in Musaf Shavis morning. At least I can catch up three or four blot during davening, right? Notice I'm being extremely sarcastic right now, Nachon. All the things that I leave for Kilo, I didn't get to. You have to go into Shabbos and call It's all done. There's nothing I need to do right now. Why? So that I could feel that that everything that my soul really needs is present to be receiving. That's why the beginning of Shabbos is called Kabbalat Shabbat, to receive what Shabbos is going to give me. But if I go into Shabbos thinking about all the things I still need to do or that are waiting for me on Shabbos, who am I kidding? You're not, you're not Mechavel Shabbos. You're Shomer Shabbos. You're not Mechavel Shabbos. Kabbalah Shabbos. That's how it starts. To receive Shabbos. To receive Shabbos, I have to feel that it's all, that literally, it's all good. Except. N- not on Shabbos. Just a private joke. Zev used to, <laughs> we were in yeshiva together. You can tell the whole thing. It's just a, no, I'm not. I'm just saying, I'm not embarrassed. It's a long, it's an early Friday, I'm not going to do the whole thing. After one of Zev's interesting conversations with our Rosh Yeshiva of Bravander, Rav Ravuah Shlema, so um, Zev ended the conversation by telling Rav Bravander, Rebbe, it's all good, it's all good. And he said to him, Zev, except when it's not. That's what he would tell him. Except when it's not. <laughs> but on Shabbos, it actually is all good. That's the Indian. On Shabbos, it really is all good. Can I ask a quick question on this? Yeah, sure. The catch-up thing. Yeah. Is it, remove it from the time of tefillah. Yes. If, if somebody goes into Shabbos saying, oh, I wish I could have caught up on my learning. Beautiful. Catch up on Friday night. That, that's not what you're saying. No, you're beautiful. Saying. The whole, like, my, the, are you kidding me? Shabbos learning. Tefillah. What did we, like learn? Like what did we learn once about so. every hour of learning on Shabbos? Ben Yishchai says, right? I'm saying, like, if a person goes into Shabbos saying, I'm banking on, like, oh, I meant to catch up on Tuesday, Thursdays, learning, I'm going to save it for Friday night, is, is that That's not what I'm saying, but, okay. it's, but, it, but it actually is a good answer. If you save catch-up of all your learning, or all your tehillim, consciously during the week, it's because you know you'll have more time on Shabbos, you have to be real with yourself. If, the, if really that's the Indian, that you really just don't have time because you're working so hard during the week... Then, I, I see you, one second. Then, then Be'emet, said, Baruch Hashem, Shabbat, learning on Shabbat, can you, beautiful, that's not melacha, that's, 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 but, but, this is the real thing. Let's say you caught up with everything, right? Then what's, and, and you don't have to fill your time with anything. That's the test. Can you be with Shabbos? Can you just be with Shabbos? Or you always have to figuring out things how to fill Shabbos with. You know, real conscious, like the. I, I feel like this level we have to enter into is like just, like, just like we know, can you just be with yourself? Can you be with Hashem without saying words? 
can you just be with Shabbos? That's, that's hopefully the, because that's Nachla Blimitzarim. That is the place where, if you could be that, just be with Shabbos. What do you mean? What am I supposed to learn? I don't know, but that's not the point. What am I supposed to daven? I don't know. Shabbos is more than just davening and eating. It's bigger than that. But right now we're just speaking exactly about the Seudot of Shabbat. Yeah. Um, it's not a inyan that you have to leave, but by the Ashkenazim in the Bameh Malikim. Yeah. <clears throat> there's a pasuk that you say that says you should check your pockets. Mm-hmm. And I heard a nice word on this that, you know, we're not supposed to carry on Shabbat, but more than that, you should empty your pockets of everything during the Beautiful. Week. <clears throat> and... Beautiful. Do you know how much? If you guys, if you got, I mean, you could check this. I, I hope it's clear now. Do you know how much cash is by my stender upstairs? Do you know, do you know how many you know how many coins at Mincha I have found? Like I literally, because that I have, I have, there's so many coins and guitar picks that are that are because I'm emptying the pockets right before somehow it gets in this. I, I connect it very much. Okay, let's continue. Again, like you don't feel like you're missing anything. You're not saying to myself, oh, it's on the cheshbon of this and that. That's why, like onegs, you know, I'm I'm not so big on onegs, which when it's on the cheshbon of the seuda, you know, it's not it's not it's not not so much my thing, like or or chaburas Friday night, because it's it the, the time that's set that precious what you could achieve at the Shabbos table. It, you can't be looking at your clock. It's not a good thing. Nachlabli mitzarim. Chaselo b'ta'anug. Uchshesh l'asar, uchshesh l'adam atzvot okas, chaselo b'ta'anug. Ki kmo shetzrichim kshetavo shabbat ye benecha, ki ilu kol melachtecha asuya, like we just said, just like it should be. That when you come into Shabbos, you have to feel like all your melacha is done. Shelo teharher achar melacha. You shouldn't be thinking about what what job I still didn't do or what's waiting for me. Kilashon Rashi. Which is very hard for us these days. Now to go into Shabbos right now, not thinking about, you know, chayalim, is is like is, is literally impossible. And I'm sure in the B'Sha'as Melchama, there's no expectation for us. You know, to even go into 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 that to go that far, because at a, to a certain extent, Shas Melchama, everything changes. You know, we're all on the front line on a certain level. But let's say it's not Shas Melchama. What is what is it like then? Because literally, if the Shechina, if it's the day of the, the Shechina comes back and hangs out with us for a day and it sees it's a brochen ayidim. It's these Yidin that are basically, you know, just Tzabrochen on Shabbos, then it's like, okay, I'll, you're right, I'm going to go to the Van Dykes, you know. And in your mind, you're thinking, <coughs> you know, maybe the Shechina is not here, it's there. On a very Lemaisa level, this is like the type of learning that I feel may seem so simple, and yet if this stuff could be implemented and discussed between us, what are your tactics, like what... How do you work like this? What do you, how do you do this? How do you get to a place of really going into Shabbos and deciding that whatever happens at the table, at the seuda, now we're speaking fully about the seuda, that whatever happens, I, I, it's not going to bring me to a place of atzvus and kas. That doesn't mean you're not supposed to mechanech. It doesn't mean you're not supposed to come and say, listen, let's learn this. 
It's not a hefker. It's not a ptor. It's not like an opening for hefker. Like, hey, if Yaakov Meir Shechter taught based on the Zohar, and we say, whatever goes, goes, and, and you know, and your kid, you know, and, and, and your kid decides, listen, you know, right now I, I really want us all to like, fi- like say the funniest thing that we could say about someone that, that looks weird in shul. Hey, the low atzus low kaas, you know, that's fine. No, you got him. This is demanding of us, to, this is Panima stuff, but if we can make this on ourselves, I, if I could guarantee it, but I'm certain, I'm certain that the home, not just the Shabbos table, the home changes. Now, again, Shabbos table is mamash the ground, because the Satan knows that if you could go and have a Shabbos table, blim etzarim, when a yid gets nachla blim etzarim, Satan knows he's done. The other side knows I got nothing. And therefore, it'll work hardest dafka in those places. It will. It'll show up even harder in those places. Preemptive strikes means I'm going into Shabbos already, understanding that if Friday afternoon gets a little tough, wait, it's not my fault. It's when Chava began to eat. Uh, the, 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 this is how it started. But I go into Shabbos and I'm saying, I want to make Shabbos. Hashem says, you want to you receive what I want to give you? Yeah. Hashem says, clear your pockets. Make space. Like Rabbi Shlomo said, take off your old herring from last week from the plate that you have on, on right now so I can give you a nice, good geschmack herring. He always used to... He would always use herring, mashalom, for some reason. He says, if Hashem wants to give you so much more, just remove it, get it off the plate. Call melach suya is the way we take things off the plate. So I want to give us a bracha. This small eitzah could be that which literally sets your children's path for the rest of your, their life and gives them a vision when they're looking for a zivug of what they want their Shabbos table to look like. Because to me, that's one of the most important questions that you could ask each other. What do you want your Shabbos table to look like? But then to not freak out that after you fell in love and yeah, for Shona Rishona, the Shabbos table, mamish look like that. Although towards the end of Shona Rishona, you realize you really miss your mother's meatballs and she's trying, but it's not doesn't get to it. So the smile gets a little bit less wide and she's saying, oh, you're not singing any of the nigunim I grew up on. But whatever, these things happen. But if the vision is, I want a Shabbos table that's in honor of the emuna, a tehora, then those things, those differences, don't, they don't stir things up. They don't stir things up. Because there's no same Shabbos table Unless, you, unless you're marrying your first cousin that you spent every Shabbos with together your, your whole life, which was the case uh, for many years in, in, in Eastern Europe. Also, I'm sure by Edot Mizrach as well. Yeah? Father-in-law and mother-in-law. Can, can. This was... Can. But I'm saying... <laughs> you shared it, man. <laughs> Alavai, our Shabbos tables, Alavai, listen, Alavai, our Shabbos tables should be something that we're proud of. Something that we, but, but, Chevra, Kabbalah, Alabam. Take it on now. Yeah? Yeah, we're taking this on now, that no, that no matter what happens, yeah, you know, no matter what happens this Friday night, no matter what happens tomorrow at lunch, no matter what happens at Chalashidas, no matter what happens. Chevra, are, are you Makabo? That's, that's when things to try. Let's give each other koach in this department. It'd be, it'd be good for all of us. Amen. Good job, Chevra, it's um, 